Welcome to the Mikvah Minute, an Eden Center production with Gabrielle Hodes, an experienced college teacher and intimacy counselor, who will be discussing real-life questions around Mikvah and intimacy while giving tips for improving one's experience. So today I want to just discuss with you uh, how mothers can approach telling their children if they're going to the Mikvah. Um, whether they want to keep it private, you know, therefore requiring them to lie, or whether they um, can be open and honest with their kids about what they're doing and where they're going. Because I know growing up, it, for me, I always thought my mom was going for swimming lessons. <laughs> but then when I, when I figured out that my mom doesn't know how to swim, I was very confused. Um, <laughs> obviously, now I know, but something I, I know with my friends also, it's not always something that moms, you know, make so public. Usually they're, you know, I'm going going out to do something, then coming back wet hair, you know? So so how do you, what do you think? First of all, you're not alone at all. A lot of people's mums said that they were going for swimming lessons. Um, What's the best approach in your eyes or approach that you, that you feel comfortable with, um, you know, raising children in this atmosphere of, of this is something that, that mom does, this is something that women do in general? Okay, so what I discuss when I'm teaching my kalot is the option of doing things differently to to the way uh, their mums did it. And I guess it's a little bit like when we have the conversations with our children about their sexuality and their, um, you know, sexual education, that we don't just sit them down to have the conversation. It's more about a constant dialogue from a very young age and at each age and stage choosing what's appropriate. So I would say that when you have, you know, and and then I guess I would also say, what is it about the mikvah that makes the the mom not want to tell her children? There's obviously, first of all, there is um, halachot surrounding not publicly declaring that you're going to the mikvah, but mentioning to your children you're going is something different. So kanire, there seems to be maybe again a feeling of, because there's a connection between mikvah and intimacy with our husbands even so though we said we don't need to have sex on the night there is first of all that's I would say a myth or the way some people are educated and some people are taught and as you know parents would want to keep that side of their relationship very private and separate to their children there's you know they don't want to share with their children they're going to the mikvah because they don't want their children to be maybe making certain assumptions so that's I think let's try and understand and give credit to why people do desire to keep it to keep it private. With that being said, I think that when you have a little child at home, a two-year-old, and they would say, mommy, where are you going? And the mommy would say, I'm going to the mikvah. At that stage in their life, that information is completely separate from anything else. So I think when you have a young child, you could very comfortably say, I'm going, I'm going to the mikvah. And then maybe at another stage, when the child gets a little bit older, three or four, they might say, oh, can I come with you? And at that point, you might say, no, sweetie, it's a place just that mummies go to. And they might, you know, complain and cry or they might accept it. And another time they said, oh, could you, when I'm a mummy, can I go? And you, you might say, yeah, you can go when you're a mummy. Um, and then you might have another conversation like, what does it look like? I'm so curious. So you might describe it as a place. It's a little bit like a small swimming pool. And you might give them another little bit of information. And as they get older and older, and then maybe when you're having conversations with your daughter about periods, you know, maybe then a conversation might come up about going to the mix in relation to 
periods because you know they won't know necessarily when you go, how often you go, all of that. So I think at every age you could sort of you know give another piece of information that seems relevant to the age and stage that your child is at. Um, so what about the stage where a child can make the connection and the assumption that oh mom is going to the mikvah, my parents are probably going to have sexual relations that night that might be very uncomfortable so right. so what about in that that time frame specifically yeah. I feel like that's the tricky that's the that tricky is the tricky so I think what's wonderful about having spoken about it earlier is that again a child is growing up knowing that there is this concept called mikveh it's a place that my mother goes to it's obviously maybe when they learn about it in school oh yeah I know my mum does that not like oh I'm sure she doesn't do that but that must be a mitzvah that they only kept hundreds of years ago because there's no way my mum does that um so I think it's important and then again I think you're right during those if they've already learned that there's a connection because everything I've said at the moment we're not necessarily making that connection between Asur and Mutar and connecting it to the physical relationship between uh, husband and wife. At the moment, I've just spoken about it as a place where mummies go and we haven't made that connection. But making the assumption that maybe at some point there is more conversation and discussing what the implications are and maybe teaching about Tuma and Tahara and Nida, et cetera, to our children, then yeah, I think it's totally legitimate for parents to you know, get to the age where the children start to have an understanding and they have a desire to keep that private. Again, some mothers won't have a problem and will still feel comfortable to tell their children. Um, and some people will decide at that point in their life that they might say, you know, sometimes I, I you know, I'm gonna be going to the mikvah, I don't choose to tell you. And it's okay to sometimes parents just say, I'm going out somewhere. They don't need to necessarily make um, excuses. But at the same time, just as you said, your mom would come back with wet hair you're living in a house, you're seeing her. Um, how much does someone need to, how, at what length does someone need to go to hide the fact that they're going to the mikvah? I mean, we have such funny stories of mikvah when, in Ramat Bachemesh, where I live, when women go to the mikvah on Friday night, you'll often have women coming in and you should just hear the stories that they've given their children. Or one woman comes in with a challah because she told her, kids that she was taking challah to somebody someone else came in with a whole big pot of matbukha because she was taking that to a uh, an old lady and it, we, we everyone's just in hysterics at all the different stories that they had told their told their kids and sometimes it's just easier to to tell the truth um so i think again it really depends on i think the personality of the mother the personality of the children, the dynamic between them and the sort of values that they have. And so for me to give an answer of what's right or wrong, um, again, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing because I think everyone has to sort of check in with themselves and see uh, what feels right at each stage. Amazing. Thank you so much. This podcast is hosted by the Eden Center, whose goal is to reinvigorate the ancient female ritual of mikvah as a sacred space for women and use it as the natural platform it is to connect to Jewish women's health, well-being, and healthy relationships, enhancing Jewish women and family life. We invite you to visit our website, www.theedencenter.com, to learn more about our work in making mikvah relevant, welcoming, and meaningful. This episode is a product of the Eden Center. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please consider sponsoring a podcast in dollars or shekels at bit.ly backslash E-D-E-N-P-O-D. 
Additionally, give us a five-star rating, share this podcast on social media, and encourage others to subscribe.